I'm sure when your podcast app updated you and said a new episode of Alley Cat's Corner is now available and you got so excited that you clicked to listen, you probably looked at the title and said, what the heck is the spirituality of keto? (laughs) Well, nothing, at least nothing that I know of. Um, I just wanted to talk about it because... Hey, it's a topic, and I did say when I started this podcast that I wanted to talk about a variety of things, including nutrition and, um, you know, lifestyle and all sorts of stuff in addition to, you know, what the last however many episodes have been lately. Um, I was actually, I actually did the keto diet. I liked it. This episode I'm not really going to talk about, um... It's not really to like advocate for it or to warn people against it. It's really more just talking about my experience with it, why I stopped, and, um, you know, just to branch out a little bit. Um, Eventually, I'd like to get um, a nutritionist on the podcast to talk about uh, differing diets. Um, The one thing that I did like about keto... Um, that I thought was great was it really taught me a lot just in researching it. It taught me a lot about nutrition. It taught me a lot about how our bodies digest food and how we, um, you know, uh, you know, how we, our body handles carbs, proteins, and fats differently. So I really learned a lot, um, I picked up a lot of healthier eating habits that I still maintain to this day. Um, I struggle with them sometimes, but, you know, I try to, you know, at least I have like some guiding principles for it. Um, So I guess we'll talk a little bit about what keto is, why you should do it, who should do it, you know, the history of it, and uh, all that fun stuff. So I'll start off with my personal experience with keto. Um, I went on it in, I want to say, I guess like the summer of 2018. And it was because a couple friends of mine were constantly talking about it. And, oh my God, like I lost 10 pounds in a month and I feel great. And this, that, the other thing. Um, One of them wasn't really like into fitness they were more just into like being skinny and the other one that friend that I knew that was into it was more into fitness and he had been doing it for a while by that point and he loved it he had nothing but positive things to say he actually gave me a lot of really great resources on how to you know ease into ketosis and all of that stuff and I struggled at first. I think most people struggle (laughs) at first going keto because it is so different than the typical American diet that we're all on where it's very carb heavy, um, very, you know, very much uh, you have to plan ahead. There's not really a whole lot of um, room for like, oh shit, I'm running late, or oh crap, I forgot my lunch that I made the night before, you know, my meal prep, oh crap, I forgot this, that, the other thing. There's really not a whole lot of, um, 
whatchamacallit, like there's not really like a lot of room for error because if you eat too much carbs, then you're going to get out of ketosis and then it completely defeats <laughs> what you what you worked towards. Um, so that was something that was difficult for me because at the time when I was trying to do it, um, my schedule wasn't always very regular. I had a lot of things going on at the time and, um, you know, I was working two jobs. So it was, it was difficult, you know, when one job has like a stable schedule, the other, there's really not. And then, you know, when you think that you're going to have a break and you don't, or, things like that, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't easy. Um, you know, so the, why I stopped keto, I actually really liked it and I found success. I definitely felt better. Um, I felt like my skin was clearer. Um, I definitely was not as hungry. And I think what made my weight loss successful was the fact that because I wasn't as hungry as I was before, I was subconsciously doing intermittent fasting along with keto. So like my belly got very, got a lot slimmer than it was before. And that was great because that was have always been a stubborn area for me. Um, I felt like I had more energy. Um, I didn't feel like it impacted any workouts. At the time I was doing some really hardcore um, intensive boxing um, workouts, including like sparring amateur so and I didn't never once felt tired I never felt you know fatigued I like I had a lot of energy and I was happy um I felt like my mood stabilized my acne like my skin I think I mentioned got clearer so I really liked it what stopped me was after a while I felt like I was just kind of eating like the same five things over and over again which I admit is totally my fault Um, you know, it's nobody else's fault, but mine. Um, it just kind of, at the time it was just difficult for me to really prep things. And I felt like a lot of the foods that I really liked eating didn't meet my macros. And it was difficult for me to get the fat macros high because I don't really like butter. I don't really like oil. Um, you can only eat so many avocados before you want to shoot yourself because after a while it just you know, it gets bland, you know. So I just felt like I, my personal palate, I'm not saying the diet itself limited me. My personal palate was, I think, a little too limited at that time to do it. Um, I also didn't really like the side effect of, um, you know, because I felt like in order for my, me to get my macros up, I had to like always give myself like a tablespoon of MCT oil. So I felt like I was always eating like straight up oil, which one is disgusting. It tastes gross. And then two, like I didn't like always having to go to the bathroom because I'll put it to you this way. For those of you who have never been on keto or maybe didn't have such, you know, you had a better transition than some of us on keto. Uh, that whole phrase, never trust a fart, yeah, that you kind of, when you're having difficulty on that diet, that becomes your motto. And I just didn't like that feeling either, you know, because I felt like when I had to go to the bathroom, I had to go to the bathroom. And it just, it didn't work for my lifestyle. Like keto is not a diet that you can just go on for like, a, 
two months, lose 20 pounds, and then continue on your merry way. It really is a commitment and it is a lifestyle change. And I guess it just wasn't a change that fit me. And that's fine. Um, the other thing, and I'm not saying that, I think it's because, because of the struggles I had with keto, um, I think this is why it affected me this way. I think my protein macro was always about the same as my fat macro. So my ratios were always off. I was fine doing low carbs. I was fine. I actually didn't have what they call keto keto flu. Like I didn't really have a lot of bad symptoms. You know, like I didn't feel groggy or anything. I actually transitioned into ketosis really well. Um, but... I remember I went for my physical for my doctor and when they did the lab lab panel, like out of nowhere, my creatine levels were like through the roof. And she was like, are you taking supplements? She's like, I know you're working out a lot. She's like, are you taking any supplements? And I said, no, why? She goes, you really should. She's like, whatever you're doing. She's like, I advise you to stop. She goes, because I don't want you to do irreversible, uh, irreversible kidney damage. And so I took my doctor's advice and I eased up on working out for like a week. And then, um, you know, and then I, I think like a month later I went for a blood test again and it was still high. And she's like, well, you know, did you change your diet and or anything? You know, what else is going on? And I told her I was on keto. She's like... She's like, she's like, I'm not saying go carb heavy. She's like, but try to limit your protein. So that's the thing. If you're on keto and now you have to limit your protein, I'm either going to have to go vegan, which was not really uh, an option for me at the time, especially because I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to eat? You know, and keep in mind, I have to say when I was on keto, I think that was actually the healthiest I was eating. Um... With with a few exceptions, of course, um, but I felt found myself like eating a lot more veggies because that was like my my carb you know my carbs but like my net carbs it was zero because it was all fiber. Um, I would try new things. My problem is I just didn't really like them, and um, the biggest thing for me was I missed my chocolate. My menstrual cycle won out <laughs> every month and even trying to make like fat bombs to try to keep my my macros, you know, in order, they never tasted right. They never tasted good. I it's not that I loved the almond flour. In fact, I would still I still use almond flour today if I ever bake anything because it, to me it just tasted better um than regular flour. But I just, it, everything just tasted like fucking co- coconut oil. And I was so sick. Like after a while, like after like three, four months of, of eating the same thing, I just got tired of it. I was like, fuck it. I'm having a goddamn slice of pizza. I don't give a shit. And then that was it. <laughs> but then, um, you know, when I went back and I had my blood work done, when I stopped keto, my creatine level went back to normal. And... So for me, I felt, well, I don't want to get to that point again, you know, so I'm going to just lay off of it. Um, but keto taught me a lot of really positive things about eating and, you know, what I put in my body. 
gave me ideas of, you know, it really like showed me that like I do have the discipline within me to like say no to french fries and ice cream you know and and dairy and all that stuff you know and it, and that was the thing like it really showed me it was really eye-opening too how much sugar is in just literally every food we eat like whole I mean like yes like fruits and that was something else that I didn't like about keto I understand why but I didn't like that I couldn't eat like a lot of fruits because I like fruits I feel like if I'm gonna have sugar I'm gonna have a fruit where at least you know the sugar isn't that high and that was the one thing that made me a little suspicious at the diet of the diet it's like well you can't really eat fruit I'm like are you fucking kidding me I'm like so I can eat eggs bacon and raw steak but I can't have a fucking banana you know like I'm not like I said like I'm not saying that like it's a bad diet. I'm not, you know, if you're on keto and it's working for you and your blood levels are fine and you're losing weight and you're happy, by all means, you keep rocking that shit. I just couldn't do it. It just was not for me. So now I'm, you know, but I it, I learned a lot and some of the keto principles, like now I, you know, I try to go more for healthy fats and, and proteins and not as many carbs. And if I do go for carbs, I'm trying to keep them in the more healthy option, like with fruits and vegetables. So I did learn a lot from being on keto. It just didn't, it just didn't work. I mean, it worked for me in that I had lost weight and I, you know, like I did experience a lot of the positive things. Um, also, the one thing I didn't like was having to buy ketone strips. So for those of you that you don't really know how keto works is the whole point in limiting carbs is so that your body needs sugars for energy, right? That's, you know, you learn that in like high school biology, right? So when you limit carbs and you limit sugars in your diet, your body is now looking for that energy source. Like, hey, where's all the sucose and the glucose and all of this stuff? You know, we're not getting it. We need energy. We need to keep the heart going, the lungs going, the brain going. So what it does is when you lower the level of carbs in your in your bloodstream, um, your body then turns to your fat stores right? So that's what, what it means to go into ketosis. And what it is, is it goes into your fat stores, busts open the fat cells and gets the sugars that are stored in the fat cells. So that's why as a weight loss plan, that's how it works because it goes for the ketones in the fat cells and it uses those for energy. So that's why, you know, you can lose a lot of weight on keto. Um, and it, you know, it is good. And like I said, like it settled my mood, which was an eye opener for me because I didn't realize how much like sugar and like bad food really affects your, your mood and your depression and anxiety. If you have it, like your blood sugar, spi like spiking with all that insulin that your pancreas now has to make, it's, it's wild how much that really affects you. Um, if you eat like a very sugary meal. Um, so that was, that was eye opening. But so the whole reason why it's a focus on sugar is because the diet was originally developed for type one diabetics. Um, so these are people that they, their pancreases don't produce like any insulin at all. And they really need 
to watch what they eat because their body can't handle sudden spikes. So the, the type one I always remember is like they have an insulin pump usually um, and usually affects children, unfortunately. And then type two is usually adult onset. And, you know, that's when you have to take the vial out, measure your, your insulin, test your blood sugar, etc. It sucks. It's annoying. My grandmother was a diabetic and I, every time I was around her, it was always her testing her blood sugar, uh, you know, injecting the insulin in her ass cheeks. You know, it was just fun times had by all. And, you know, knowing that she wasn't really able to eat all of the fun things that I like to eat as a kid was like, I never want to get diabetes. So that kind of, you know, makes me choose to do the things that I do now for my health and wellness. So, um, but yeah, so that's why there's such a focus on sugar. That's like the main enemy in keto is sugars, sugars and carbs, because carbs are mostly made of all the ACEs and the OSEs, which when you learn chemistry is all the sugars. Um, but yeah, so if you're interested in starting keto, there's, there's a lot of resources now. I feel like it's easier now than it was say like five years ago or even like two or three years ago, you know, more restaurants have keto options, but again, you got to be careful just like, you know, with anything that says it's gluten-free, it's like, it's just a label now. It's because it's become such a fad diet um, that people just use it as a marketing gimmick now. It's like, you know, like think of all, I, I think of all the ice cream brands that have come out in the last like three years claiming that they're healthy ice cream and like, okay, yeah, maybe they don't have as much sugar or as much artificial flavoring, but like at the end of the day, it's still commercial grade dairy, which, you know, isn't really, that's, to be honest, it's not sanitary. I mean, I'll still eat ice cream probably till the day I fucking die, whether I become a diabetic or not, because it's just my favorite sweet. Um, but I limit it. And, you know, I, I'm willing to try like non-dairy or go to, for more like a gelato than straight up sugary ice cream. So, um, like I said, I didn't want to bash the diet because I do know, I do have friends. I have one friend that's been on it for like five years. Um, I have another friend that's been on it for multiple years. I have one friend that is like a, you know, a fitness trainer and like a nutritionist and he's, you know, he's not strict keto himself, but he's like me, like he'll take, you know, principles of it and apply it to his diet. Um, I think he's a little bit more protein heavy though. Um, because he does, you know, more athletic adventures <laughs> than I do. I mean, so I think it's, <laughs> I realize that like every episode of my podcast really is about all about like personal choice and what we're comfortable with. Um, my thing is to always, you know, talk to your doctor, get your blood tested before you start to see what your levels are. I was worried about my lipids getting high in my blood because I also have a family history of high cholesterol. Um, surprisingly, that wasn't affected. My good cholesterol actually went up, but my bad cholesterol was fine. Like, so, and even my doctor was like, technically your cholesterol went up. She goes, but the ratio got better, if that makes sense. So, I mean, it's, you know, I I mean, I, I would say... The, 
the reason why it didn't work for me medically was because of me, not because of the diet itself. I think, like I said, I struggled with keeping my fat macros higher than my protein ones. Carbs, I was, carbs were easy to eliminate. I was actually shocked with how easy it was to eliminate. Um, it was difficult for me. Um, it wasn't hard for me to go out to eat so much because, you know, you can get buns off of things, salad dressings on the side, things like that. You know, like I knew when I was going out, like if I was going out like with my family to dinner or for lunch, I knew like, okay, these are my options. These are, you know, what I got to put in my head. You know, even if I just go out and have a boring salad and then I have something when I come home, it's fine. Um, the hardest part, and it's really true of any diet, is when your family or your loved ones or the people that you live with aren't really on board, it kind of sucks. It really sucks. And it's hard doing it by yourself. And um, I knew I wanted to release this episode in the beginning of the year because this is when everybody goes on a new diet and it's new year, new me and all that. But um you know, it's, it's hard. And if you're not the one that's on a diet, but maybe somebody else in your household is the one that's on a diet, like, seriously, don't be a dick. Like, be supportive of them. You know, if you see them struggling, don't eat like a bowl of ice cream in front of them. You know, whatever they're eating, have a plate of what they're having once or twice a week, you know, one dinner or two dinners you know, it really means a lot. That was the hardest part. Like my family, like every, we're Italian. So like every Sunday was, you know, spaghetti and pasta and spaghetti and meatballs for like lunch, dinner, you know, for the early dinner that we always have on Sundays. And, you know, they couldn't understand why I couldn't have even just a small bit of spaghetti. And I was like, because it's a lot of carbs. And, you know, I just can't like I'll just have meatballs and then it's like but then that's the thing all I'm eating on Sunday are meatballs so (laughs) now I have to do cheese to make the the fat go up but it's not even the kind of cheese that tastes good with meatballs because it has to be high fat content cheese and they're like how is it that you can eat a shit ton of cheese but you can't have some whole wheat spaghetti or you know whatever you know or even a slice of bread of Italian bread like you know what I mean? Like they, and, and it was hard for me to explain it to them and, and everything. And, you know, those, those days were definitely my hardest days. And at first I was like, well, you know, fine, I'll just have, you know, I'll just do it and I'll just take the comments and I'll just live my life and whatever. I would say after about six weeks, I was just fed up and I was like, I'm just not going to eat with y'all. Like, I'm just going to go do my own thing. I'll wait till you guys are done and then I'll make my own food, (laughs) you know? Um, so, you know, I mean, and I, and I would say that that's, but that's true of any diet, no matter what it is, whether it's keto, Atkins, or even just reducing your portions, you know, if, if you're on a diet, I mean, it sucks, but a lot of the times we ha- really have to just go through it alone. Um, and it's hard, especially when you live with other people to, you know, stay disciplined, but you got to do it and just keep, you know, your goal in mind and you'll get there eventually. So I know this is kind of like one of those weird and little wacky one-off uh, episodes where I talk about something that's not spiritually inclined. Um, kind of was just 
felt like it was something I had to get off my chest because literally everybody I know has gone on a diet <laughs> in the last four weeks or so. So I was like, and, and half of them are like, oh yeah, I'm trying keto. And I'm like, good luck guys. <laughs> Remember when you made fun of me two and a half years ago when I wanted to get on it? Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this cute and quick little episode and uh, stay tuned. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled spiritual programming uh, in the future. All right, guys, take care. Happy eating. Bye.